So if you, if you have a company in the US and that US company has a subsidiary in Singapore, would that company in Singapore be subject to US taxes? Now, that's a good question. Under some circumstances, the answer could be yes. And what we do, so the US has a number of what we call like anti-deferral rules. Then the one in particular that tends to be triggered by companies incorporated in a relatively low tax jurisdiction like Singapore, but is it's incorporated in Singapore, but it's owned or controlled by US persons. And what I mean by US persons, it could be a US holding company or it can be US exposed individuals. So you're Singaporean, you move to the US for the purpose of running one particular company, but you leave other companies behind that you still control. Those companies can be subject to different taxes. And the one that I wanna draw your attention to, to have that conversation with your advisor would be the guilty regime. So the guilty stands for the global intangible low tax income tax. So that's, I mean, that's call it guilty, right? But basically it's a tax on, uh, on income that even though it may not be distributed to you, because typically you'd imagine that, Hey, I, I'm in the U S I run a, I, I have a uh, controlling interest in a company in outside of the, outside of the U S in a low tax jurisdiction, for example, Singapore, Hong Kong, I would typically only be taxed on distributions from that company. So distributions in the form of like, if I get some sort of consulting fee or I take a salary, that'll be taxed because I'm now US exposed. Or if I receive dividends after a profitable year, I take dividends, then that will be taxed. But there are circumstances where even though you did not take any money from the company, you're, you're deemed and the company's profitable, you're deemed to have taken a distribution. And that distribution was subject to tax at ordinary tax rates. And that deemed distribution uh, could take many forms, but the one that we see most commonly with entrepreneurs who are U.S. exposed with companies in Singapore would be the guilty tax regime. So again, that's one to have a conversation with your advisors. So that any subsidiary in Singapore that is controlled by anyone in the U.S., may be subject to the guilty tax. There are other anti-deferral rules, for example, the PFIC regime. So for example, if you own real estate using a holding company or you have a holding company structure and you have different subsidiaries, that holding company could also be subject to deemed distribution rules. So the different types of deemed distribution rules, I said most common would be guilty when it comes to operating companies. But if it is that you have a holding company structure, a company that's generating passive, that's involved in passive activity, as opposed to being an operating company, so it's more like a holding company, that may be subject to the PFIC rules, the passive foreign investment company rules. So... Bottom line, have that conversation with someone to understand the tax implications of moving to the U.S., not just to run the company that you're moving to the U.S. to run, but the other investments that you leave behind in Asia. Have a conversation to make sure you understand the implications of those.
subscribe, like, share, and comment below. Our books and upcoming events are available at htj.txt. Email us at help at htj.txt to engage us to advise on international tax or business matters.